Lakers lose to the Jazz 114-89, the final score. Lakers now 22-11 uh, and 11 on the season. They've lost five of their last six games, and they've lost four games in a row. Um, Utah clicking on all cylinders, so give the Utah Jazz some credit here. Uh, I'm going to throw out the phone number because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Laker fans that want to talk about this game. We'll get a chance to hear from Coach and uh, a few of the players as well. Uh, 877-710-ESPN. So there's a number for you, and uh, and we could continue this conversation about the Lakers. I, I do want to just kind of start things off um, giving my just overall thoughts on the game. Um, Utah's real deal, no question about it. Um, I think they shot 46% from the three-point line, 22 of 48. I mean, they fire away. There is, they're unconscious with the three, and that's not something that we're really accustomed to with the Utah Jazz. Um, they look healthy. They look fresh. They know how to play together. There's a reason why they're 26-6 and six on the season. There's a reason why they have the best record in the NBA, and they look like it. But it's very difficult for me to look at these games, especially a game like tonight against a Utah Jazz, and take a lot from it. I mean, I don't know how else you guys want me to explain it. And I've already got people hitting me all over uh, Twitter and everything else saying, well, you know, you're making excuses. Without Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder, and if you're the Utah Jazz, I get it. No mercy. Who cares what the other team has? We're trying to play. The Utah Jazz are worried about the Utah Jazz. They're not worried about the Lakers. They're not worried about the defending NBA champions. They're trying to dethrone the Lakers. But looking at it from a Lakers perspective, um, how do I really assess a game like this when AD and Dennis Schroeder are out? So Lakers obviously got to do everything they possibly can to close out these next four games against some tough teams. The Portland Trailblazers, that's not an easy one on Friday. The Golden State Warriors are playing good basketball right now. Phoenix is sitting in the fourth position in the Western Conference, and then you're at Sacramento. Um, it, it seems like every team the Lakers play, they always obviously get up for. So at this point, just where we're sitting right now, this is a tough stretch for the Lakers. This could arguably be the toughest stretch for the Lakers all season long. We may look back at this stretch and say, I don't remember a tougher stretch than the Lakers have ever had, at least for this season, the adversity and everything else. But I also, you know, I, I, I stop myself every time when I want to go at the Lakers. AD and Dennis Schroeder are not playing. They're not playing. Now, we'll see if this changes, obviously, if Dennis Schroeder comes back on uh, on Friday. Uh, we'll line up your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, but let's go to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Get his thoughts on the Lakers' 114-89 to loss to the Utah Jazz. Hey, Frank, starting in the first half, what were you seeing from Utah and the, the looks they were getting from three compared to what you had uh, scouted against and what the game plan was? Uh, yeah, they've been doing that every night. I mean, they, they hit a few few more off the bounce, you know, than we anticipated. We wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, we try to do the best we can to take away their, their driving kick game and their catch and shoot threes. Um you know, but just wasn't enough. It, what were you looking for with the lineup switch to start the game, Frank? Uh, just to give us a little more diverse uh, offensive attack, you know, playing through the ability to play through Keith a little bit in the post. Uh, having a ball handler out there with Braun was something that you know we really wanted to do after the overtime game the other night. Um, you know, so Talent or Alex was out there the, the whole night with him. And, um, you know, just giving us a little bit of a fresh look, a, a different look after losing three in a row. Okay, we'll start off with Kyle Goon, please. Hey, Frank. Um, didn't ask you pregame, but is is Dennis still set to to come back for you guys on, on Friday? Are you still hoping for that? And and 
what might be the process to, to get him acclimated? Yeah, it's still possible that, uh, you know, that he plays Friday. Uh, we're still hopeful that he clears his protocols. Okay. Second, your question? I'm sorry. Oh. No, I think that was it. Um, Dan Wykey, please. Hey, Frank. Um, obviously, if Dennis is able to come back, um, it'll give you guys a little more punch. I think this is what Kyle was trying to ask, too. Um, what's sort of the hope um, adding that kind of a player can be to obviously a group that's kind of looking for a lot of different stuff right now? Well, Dennis carries a big load for us. You know, he, he's a big minute guy um, you know, that really uh, moves the needle for us on a defensive end with his containment and pressure, sets a tone for us. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, the, the versatility he brings to, to the table offensively with the ability to, to bring the ball up and, uh, and have another ball handler alongside Braun, uh, but also carry the scoring load as well. You know, I think we missed him on both sides of the ball. Dave McMenamin, please. Frank, obviously we know that you're missing two starters, but how, how do you view the Jazz as an opponent compared to all the other teams you played this year in terms of how strong they are? Yeah, they're the hottest team in the league, you know, and uh, no, but nobody's playing as well as Utah Jazz uh, in the NBA right now. Just the way they're shooting the ball, the way they're connected defensively, um, you know the continuity that bump that they're they're getting by having the same team come back. Um, you know all those things are are playing out well. Coach Quinn Snyder's doing a phenomenal job with them, and um, you know they're they're playing like the best team in the league right now. Okay, we'll just take a couple more, Frank. Um, Claudia Gestro, please. Frank, at the end of the third quarter, LeBron was the only player to be in double figures, and the Jazz were out rebounding you. What was holding you your team back tonight besides Utah being so good? Uh, yeah, we just didn't play well enough. We didn't guard the three-point line well enough, and um, you know we didn't answer back. We had a 17-point offensive third quarter, um, you know, which uh, you know really limited you know with what we're trying to do in terms of answering back uh, with that three-point attack. Thank you. All right, and last question, Leonardo Torres, please. Hi, Coach. It's Leonardo Torres from Peru. On this losing streak, what has disgusted you the most about the team? Uh, nothing's disgusted me. Uh, you know, I love our guys. We're competing. We're grinding. Uh, we're staying together. We know we're shorthanded. And, um, you know, it's a tough part of our, our season, you know, but we know it's a, it's, it's a marathon. And, uh, you know, our group's staying connected and, you know, ready to compete again on Friday night. I try to turn, thing, turn this thing around. But, um, you know, very confident in, in, in our group. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Uh, Lakers lose 114-89 to to the Utah Jazz. Uh, still possible Dennis Schroeder plays on Friday against Portland. I I'll tell you, he is so key uh, with Anthony Davis out. Um, I think he's got to play for the Lakers to win. Uh, Portland's been playing great basketball. That's how That's how much I'm, I value Dennis Schroeder, even more so when Anthony Davis is out. Uh, Sedano, LZ, and Cap are giving away cash to register. Text the word MISSION to 40705, and then listen weekdays at 4.30 for your name to be announced. If you call back within 20 minutes, you win. When we come back, we'll take your guys' phone calls. I know we got a lot of people lined up, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, uh, Lakers lose again. That's their fourth in a row, five of the last six games. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Lakers lose to the Utah, Utah Jazz 114-89. to Lakers have lost five or four games in a row now, five of their last six games. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, Rudy Gobert, the difference on the defensive side for the um, for the Utah Jazz. That's that's the difference of the game. From if you're looking, if you're keying in on one player on the defensive side. Uh, Gobert, which I, I know it only says he had one specific block tonight, but the way he just changes things, like Anthony Davis does, I mean, that's not uh, a surprise or a shock, but that's exactly what AD does. That's what Rudy Gobert does for the Utah Jazz. Let me take uh, a couple quick calls here. Danny in L.A. Danny, appreciate you calling in. You're on the Pizza Out Lakers postgame show. All right, uh, we'll get we'll get to Danny here in just a second. Um, let's, uh, let's try... Let's try Greg in Ventura. Greg, you're on uh, the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Alan, you did a nice job on the Utah stuff, doing a little homework. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man, my, hey, Michael, uh, Michael's ready to quiz me on all, all this stuff here. What would you I think really, of the game? You know, I'm, I'm disappointed in only one thing, Alan. Mm-hmm. The guys who could step up and fill in for AD are not getting it done. KCP, I don't know what his shooting – was tonight, but yeah, every time I was listening, he was missing shots. These guys have to step it up. They've got it. They, you know, they all talk about next man up and all that, but they're not next man upping, Alan. They're they're just not getting the job done, and I think it's uh, it's not cool. It's I I don't know what it is, but you know, you sit on the bench and you want more time and all that. Now you got a chance to get more time. What do you do? You come in and stink up the place. Well, Greg, I, I will tell you that, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to change. I, I tried saying that in the last uh, after the last game. Uh, I'll explain what I'm referring to here. Lakers are obviously so dependent on LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's it. If AD has, if AD misses games in the playoffs and you know significant time, just speaking hypothetical, Lakers don't have a chance to win a championship. That's just um, how important, and how key those guys are. Now you take Dennis Schroeder out of the mix. Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell are supposed to be your third and your fourth best player. You figure out which one you value more, you know, one or the other. Um, but once those two guys, you take a guy like Dennis Schroeder out, and now all of a sudden you are depending on other players. You're depending on a number of different uh, guys to to step up that I don't think are ready for that role. I don't think Caruso's ready to give you 15 a night or KCP, at least the way it seemed like 15 a night or Talon Horton Tucker, go down the list, Wesley Matthews. So when I hear people say these guys have to step up, I think their role is Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, and then they chip in after that. And I think that's what, you know, that's their mindset at this moment. Um, Marcus all, uh, just, uh, uh, address the media. I, I want to play this. Marcus all ended up on the night. Um, he ended up playing 19 minutes for the Lakers. Had eight points, two assists, and two, uh, two rebounds. 
Here's Marcus on the Lakers' 114-89 loss to the Utah Jazz. Hey, Mark, when you see a team like Utah shoot like they did from three-point range, what do you say uh, to that? I mean, they, they were just on fire tonight, weren't they? Well, also, not, not just the mix, but the amount of shots that they take and the quality of the shots, um, the ball movement. Um, you know, you, you can see the intention of every um, move and, and, and the pace that they play with. Um, you know, you have to be on you know, you have to take stuff away. You have to be uh, aggressive defensively uh, to stop a team like that, uh, to get in to the spots that they want to get to. Um, and, yeah, they're going to put up a lot of shots. And, uh, obviously, if they get good looks, they are going to end up making them. Mark, you've already seen some pretty good teams this season. Where does Utah fit in that hierarchy? Obviously, they do have the best record in the league. Well, that that's I think that kind of speaks for itself. Um, they, they do a great job. They play beautiful basketball. Um, the ball moves, um, player moves. Um, they play, um, you know, kind of a – they have their own identity defensively of what they're trying to do. They, they do make adjustments um, both ends of the floor, um, and they're very unselfish, all of them. So uh, it's pretty pretty fun to watch. Not so fun when you play against them and it works for them and not for you. Um, it can be a little frustrating, um, but we can learn from it. Obviously, we have to learn from it. Um, and as soon as possible. Mark, uh, you guys lost four in a row. How do you kind of turn things around in a couple of days when you get back home and you play Portland? Uh, I believe in, in uh, getting always back to the basics uh, when things don't go your way. Um, you know, first starts with uh, communicating on the floor, um, being on the same page at all times. Uh, then, you know, it's competing, taking stuff away for defensive. Um, it starts to be always on the defensive end. Uh, that creates our offense a little bit. That creates trust and uh, and, uh, and and gets guys going. And, uh, you know, we have to be five guys together at all times. Thanks, Mark. All right, let's go to Kyle Goon, please. Hey, Mark. Uh, I know it's probably maybe a little tough talking about Mike after a, a night like this one, but, um, you know, what, what do you make of, uh, him not being in the all-star game for another year and and based on the way he and, and his team played tonight do you feel like he deserves that um you know it's always tough um you know being with him when he deserved to be on the all-star in memphis many years and he's always kind of been uh you know deserving but not making it um i think this year uh, it's a little bit tougher because they have the best record in the league um the way he was playing the way he impacts the game on both of the floor um, you know, I think Utah could have, you know, two and two of the guys could he could have been in it, um, or or being the third guy um, because he's just as impactful as anybody else uh, on that team. Um, but you know, it's it's it sucks. It's the way it is, um, and uh, he's dealt with it before. I'm just happy to see him healthy, happy to see him happy, and uh, happy to see him winning. All right, Dave. Mark, if you take away the losses, and I know sometimes these types of questions are answered with, well, if we knew what we're doing wrong, we wouldn't be losing. But is there, are there a couple things that you can point to that if we do this and we do this, we should be you know, getting back on track? Um, I believe, like I said before, in, in the basics, um, you know, communicating, getting to the ball, uh, taking stuff away, making things hard for the other team, not just being reactive, but being a little more proactive. 
um, being locked in at all times, um, you know, understanding that the other teams play too and they're going to score. You don't panic. You don't change. Uh, you know, you don't start creeping towards your guy. Um, you know, you, you keep um, the team together as a unit um, and being accountable. You know, it's, it's simple. Everybody has to do their job. Everybody is expected to do their job on both ends of the floor. Um, and it's, you know, like I said, we have to, when things get more complicated, we try to keep it as simple as possible and, uh, and, and go back to the basics that that's, you know, what, uh, what has worked for, for me in the past. Cool. All right. We have time for a couple more here. Let's go to Dan Wojcicki. Hey Mark, uh, two quick ones for you. Um, if Dennis is able to play Friday, um, how, just how important is that for you just to get a, another starter back um, at, at a time when you guys uh, are, are looking for stuff? And I guess, secondly, um, I assume you, you guys feel like you're a better shooting team than you've shown collectively as a group here in the last month or so. Um, what, what, what can a team do to break out of a slump when it's in one kind of this deep? Um, you know, trusting each other, trusting each other, trusting your work. Um, I do believe that Dennis, if he plays Friday, for sure is going to help us. Having another uh, guy that uh, impacts the game on both ends of the floor, um, that uh, defensively um, sets the tone for us uh, on the ball, um, that also, um, you know, kind of offensively um, creates a lot of stuff by, you know, getting to the paint and, uh, and, and shooting those floaters, those mid-range shots, and uh, playing with playing with pace, um, attacking the 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 rim the rim early on the offense. Uh, he does a lot of stuff for us. So um, obviously having a guy like Dennis back, if that's the case, um, would definitely help us. But if he don't, like we have enough guys um, to turn it around anyway. So we have to, like I said, there's there's plenty of talent in that locker room. I mean, not just um, to win Friday, but to win, you know, consistently. All right, that's uh, Marcus Gasol right there giving his thoughts on the Lakers' uh, 114-89 loss to the Utah Jazz. When we come back, more of your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details points in the paint all season long is sponsored by vista paint right now local residents can take 40 percent off on factory direct high quality vista paint products a Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers uh, win the points in the paint battle, 42-38. to 38. They lose the game, 114-89, to 89, the final score. Um, I put out a tweet here, and I, I want to read this off. Um, just took a poll. How would you explain the Lakers' recent struggles? Injuries, nothing more. Or bigger issues, and 62% of Laker fans uh, think injuries nothing more. Um, if you want to be a part of the post game show, do you see a a bigger issue than just the fact that Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder are out? Uh, you could give us your thoughts on that. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. 
Let's go to uh, Danny in L.A. Danny, appreciate you calling in. You're on the uh, Pizza Out Lakers postgame show. Good evening, Alan. Thank you for taking my call. First got of it, all, I want to say best wishes to Mr. Tiger Woods, him and his family, and my condolences and my prayers go to him and his family. Um, my thing here with the Lakers is uh, uh, the inconsistency also of Kyle Kuzma. I mean, I know last game he had a good game, but this game, I, he only had five points. I mean, I don't know what's going on. He's and he's got to be, and th- this is one of those games, Danny, where he's got to have 20, right? I mean, if the Lakers have a shot with, with some of the firepower that's out, um, he's got to go for 20. didn't happen tonight. Yes, sir. That's, that, that, that's, that's one of my concerns, Kuzma. Uh, what did you think of the new starting lineup? At least uh, trying the new starting lineup, throwing THT and Mark of Morris, Markeith Morris in there. I think I think I liked it, Morris. Um, I think he got double digit points. I mean, I understand uh, Tucker. He's not there for his points as now. I, I understand, you know, in the preseason he was lining it up. I know right now the only points that he gets most of the time is the ones when he drives inside. Um, but he's barely twenty years old, so I understand that. I mean. Just my concerns is Kuzma right now. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Danny. Thanks. Yeah, you know the Talon Horn Tucker part, who went three of twelve from the field. Uh, listen, I'm a I'm a big fan. I was I was mentioning this right when they announced that THT is going to get the starting nod, and I'm like, oh, take your chances all day long with that, especially because, you know, Wesley Matthews. You know what you're going to get from Wesley Matthews. It, it's not like. Wesley Matthews is going to come out on a night-in, night-out basis. He's going to step into the starting role, and all of a sudden he's going to make up for what Dennis Schroeder uh, was doing for the Lakers. That's not going to happen. But maybe the scoring punch, you can catch lightning in a bottle, and THT can go off for 17 tonight. Um, he's getting great experience, but you know these last few games is also a good example that there's certain guys you can depend on on this Lakers roster, and other guys on a night-in, night-out basis. Danny was just mentioning... Um, he hasn't been crazy about Kuzma's inconsistency. I feel like Kuzma is on the um, – he, he's right on the edge there of just becoming – he's starting to trend more towards being a consistent player, but he's not fully there. I got confidence that Montrez Harrell is going to give you what, you what you need every single night. Dennis Schroeder for the most part. AD and LeBron, no need to even talk about those two guys. But then when, it, when you look at – the rest of the roster, I, I genuinely have no idea what what everyone else is going to uh, uh, provide the Lakers on a 90-90 basis. By the way, that's not that different than how it was last season. I mean, I always hear Dwight Howard's name being thrown out there. I always hear Rondo's name being thrown out there. Um, there were a lot of players on last year's uh, roster that were incredibly inconsistent. Now, playoffs started, Rondo was fantastic for the Lakers, but guys like Danny Green was inconsistent. Uh, JaVale was inconsistent. Um, Lakers have, if you guys remember this, after the last Lakers loss, which was against the Wizards, after that game, it was announced that the Lakers were going to waive Quinn Cook. You got two roster spots that are now available for the Lakers and what they do with it and what the strategy is. We'll just have to, you know, obviously wait and see. We'll see what the Lakers end up doing. Um, but I think they are going to have some options. I think there's going to be opportunities to improve the roster, not to take minutes away from AD, LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, or Montrez Harrell. But if um, you can find somebody that can come plug in some of these needs that the Lakers have right now, or one of the things I loved watching with the Lakers last season 
any game, any team the Lakers needed to make some type of an adjustment on, they had the ability to do that. Right now, I think there are some areas that they're vulnerable in. But I also pay attention to, obviously, where the Lakers sit as far as um, I pay attention to the uh, – uh, certainly pay attention to uh, just the fact that they have some injuries. Um, let me take uh, Harold in North Hollywood. Harold, appreciate you calling in. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Yeah, Alan, there's three points I want to make. One, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but Anthony Davis, he's damaged goods, and they knew it when they got him from New Orleans. Secondly, if Dennis Schluter is your third uh, your third best option, you're in trouble. And thirdly, they don't have a rim protector. I think this team is in trouble. As much as you want to, you know, I get tired of the whining about the injuries, but Anthony Davis had the same problems when he was with New Orleans, he's a big man. He runs, you know, he, he runs hard. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, I hate to say it, that thing's going to pop on him. When you get it, when you get an ankle, uh, a, a calf problem, that's related to your Achilles tendon. So and Harold, I Harold, I, I, I appreciate, I, I appreciate you calling in. Let me address a couple of those points. Uh, first of all, in regards to AD, um, damaged goods. Lakers are just coming off an NBA championship. They just won an NBA championship back in October. And all I heard Laker fans saying was, with Anthony Davis, rest him as long as you need to rest him. And you know what the Lakers are doing? They're resting him. They're strategically saying, okay, when's the All-Star break? Great. How much time does this guy need? Um, The official or the original window is four weeks, which would probably take us towards March 18th, something along those lines. You know, we got over 80 days before the playoffs start. There's no rush for the Lakers. There's absolutely no rush for the Lakers to bring back a guy like Anthony Davis. Um, so I, I'm going to, you know, obviously disagree with, you, uh, disagree with you on that. And I ain't a doctor, but I'm sure the Lakers have the best in the business doing what they can to make sure Anthony Davis is good to go, not just for this year, but for his future. We'll see what happens. As far as the Lakers being in trouble, the rim protector, that stuff – Listen, the rim protector has been a point that I've been hearing a lot over the last, um, you know, really since the season started and Dwight Howard decided to go to the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's see what happens over the next 30 days. Um, I don't think the front office is sitting back there. I don't think they're uh, um, waving a player like Quinn Cook and have two roster spots just to do it for fun. I think there's a strategy behind all this. So I do want to give the Lakers the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that. Um, Okay, more of your guys' phone calls when we come back. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Lakers lose to the Jazz, 114-89, to the final score. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Lakers lose 114-89, to the final score. Next game up for the Lakers, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Portland, by the way, 18-13 and on the season. 
They have lost three games in a row. Of course, everything is on the back of Damian Lillard. Uh, let's take a couple more phone calls here. Let's go to Joe in Sherman Oaks. Joe, appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Uh, my biggest point is that there's been a huge turnover of veteran leadership. It's my biggest concern with this team in the long run. I think that they will be fine once they get Davis and Schroeder back, but most importantly, losing someone like Rajon Rondo. When you go get players that go down with injuries, you're expecting a lot of younger players to step up. And playing with LeBron James is intimidating. And you had someone like Rondo last year that could kind of fo- focus James in a way that could get those player, get the best out of all those players. And we don't have that now. Um, and who is that guy going to be? I mean, maybe you can answer that. Uh, I think it's tough to uh, really focus James in a way that he can help pull the team all together. It can't be all on his shoulders, and I think that's what the Lakers are asking James to do right now. And Joe, that might be a little unfortunate. Joe, I appreciate the call. And I, by the way, I think it's a fair point when you say that they don't have a guy like Rajon Rondo. Um, you know, I, I actually cannot answer that question because until we get to the playoffs and these guys are put in that position and the Lakers are, um, you know, trying to figure out is there somebody that uh, is there somebody that can kind of fill in those shoes? Yeah, you're right. I, I definitely don't have that answer. And we'll find out in the postseason, you know, when you really give it some thought here. Um, uh, eventually, we'll get to the playoffs. I know we're technically a long way away, uh, but it will come sooner than you think. LBJ, by the way, you were just talking about LeBron. LeBron did end up tonight with 19 points, uh, four assists, and four rebounds. Lakers really had no shot in this game. After that first quarter, it was all Utah. Uh, here's LBJ on the Lakers' loss to the Utah Jazz. Hey, LeBron. Frank was talking about the continuity of Utah and benefiting them, and I just wondered if you've seen them evolve on offense to the point where they're taking, I think, seven more threes this year from last year. Uh, and if, you know, with the same roster and all that, is there is that how does that impact the way that you guys need to defend them? Um, I think, yeah, yeah, they came back with the same roster, but I think what I noticed more than anything is those guys are they're fully healthy. Um, I think Mike Conley is back to himself, um, fully healthy, moving. You can see the way he's moving um, out there on the floor. And, uh, and it's trickled down to everybody else, you know. So, um, you know, they're playing some really good balls, a really good team. Yeah, Markeith was just talking about the kind of managing through mental fatigue uh, and and how that's been something that's important. This team needs to go through some struggles. You know, last year's team had the four-year lose, uh, four-game losing streak in December and then bounced back. Uh, you've talked about this extensively this year, but how do you lead through that, that way with teammates that are trying to find themselves and, and trying to do a little bit more with AD out? Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's challenging for all of us, um, you know, especially for some of our young guys, some of our guys that haven't been in this position before where they need to uh, do a little bit more than, you know, what they're asking in a normal situation. Uh, you know, and, you know, everyone's, uh, you know, you know just, just speaking about AD, and obviously that's a big hit, but we also haven't had Dennis along the stretch for a few games, too. He's a big piece of our of our, of our puzzle as well. So, um, you know, and everyone has, the, you know, been, been put in positions that they, you know, wouldn't be put in under normal circumstances, but, you know, um, it's always about staying confident, uh, continuing to give my teammates the, the courage and, and the confidence out there on the floor and uh, to make plays. And, uh, you know, it's a tough stress for us, but, um, you know, if, uh, you know, this won't uh, define who we will be for the rest of the season and, and for the for the long haul, that's for sure. Okay, Kyle, then please. Hey, LeBron, um, obviously the most pressing thing is, is not having your two best players, but, Arkeef was saying that, um, you know, early on in the season, you guys were winning on talent a lot. 
Um, do you think that sort of the gap that you guys have and you're at full strength um, maybe is contributing a little bit to some of the struggles you're having now as a team mentally uh, when you're trying to carry on without those guys? Um, well, obviously, we all got to do a better job, you know, in our own individual self and that will carry on to the team and, uh, you know, and, and pick up in, in, in ADs and Dennis, uh, you know, absence. Um, you know, we just hit a rough patch, you know, and it happens throughout the course of a season. Um, you know, you don't want it to happen, but when it does, you know, I think it defines character. It challenges you and, you know, you just uh, get ready for the bounce back. So uh, you learn from tonight, uh, learn from the previous games and then get ready for the next one. Okay. Dave McMenamin. Hey, LeBron, you've mentioned the uh, the term or the phrase being comfortable, uh, being uncomfortable in, in the past. Is that type of uh, time uh, that you go through, does it allow you to to learn teammates better or, or see a different side of them, especially you, you, you basically have, you know, four new guys uh, on this team, five new guys in the rotation, uh, and can that help down the line? No, absolutely. Um you know, always the best teacher in life is experience. And, um, you know, and for us to be going through this right now, I think it's going to benefit our team tremendously. Okay, Dan Wilkie, please. LeBron, as a group, um, really since February, the team has not shot the ball well. Um, how demoralizing is that? Or have you have you sensed that that's a, like an on-court demoralizer, these games where you guys are 20%, 24%, stuff like that? And and what's it going to take to shake out of it? Yeah, obviously, you know, we, we know we need to. We have to make shots on the perimeter. Um, it is that simple. Um, and we know that. And, you know, but we can't put more added pressure on ourselves. Like, I'm not – me personally, I know I haven't shot the ball, uh, you know, as I did as the you know, first 20 games of the season. But I haven't put more added pressure on myself because I know I put the work in. So, you know, all my teammates do the same. Don't put too much added pressure on them, on themselves. Uh, when you put the work in, you know, I think you you, you live with the results. But, you know, we, we have to make some, you know – um, some shots from the from next year. You know, we're, we're really good in the paint. Uh, we do a good job with that, but, um, you know, we're not making threes. Uh, we're not getting to the free throw line. And, um, you know, it's been very difficult on our team, you know, to score. Okay, we'll just do one last question, Sarah. Hey, LeBron, uh, you mentioned that, you know, experience is the best teacher. How much of this is just trying to repeat in the NBA and, you uh, is there anything you can take from those pre previous uh, experiences trying to do that? No, I think every 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 experience is its own challenge. I mean, you you can always, uh, you know, you can you can grab certain things from certain moments and things that you know through that nature, things that uh, that you've had, in, you know, in your career and you know different obstacles that you have. But you know, every every year is its own challenge, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, there will be crowned uh, a champion this year, um, and and. Who we need to we we want to be a part of that. We we hope that we're crowned uh, the champion, but we like to put in the work. And I and I'm all, I'm all always about you know the process and uh, the good and the bad, the ugly you know and, and everything that comes with it. So um, you know you can gain some experience from in the previous year, but you know this year is its own challenge. And uh, we take a full we take a full strength and uh, and uh, and then try to get healthy and get ready to. Uh, to play you know, the game of basketball, how we've uh, grown accustomed to playing here with the Lakers. All right, that's LBJ right there. Um, Lakers uh, lose 114-89, to 89, the final score. 
okay, a couple things I need to plug here. Um, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis starting tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Uh, you know they're going to have, uh, obviously, a lot of conversation about the Lakers, so that conversation could start uh, bright and early tomorrow. And then Travis, double duty. Um, Travis and Sliwa show, 7 to 9 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, we'll certainly spend a lot of time, obviously, talking about the Lakers as well. Uh, next game for the Lakers, coming up this Friday, uh, Lakers-Blazers pregame, uh, 5.30. Tip-off's going to be for 7 o'clock. Um, I, I know Laker fans, there's a, some of you guys out there that are worried about this Lakers team. we got to get healthy. Let, let's see if Dennis Schroeder can come back on Friday. I will tell you, if, if just Dennis Schroeder can get back in this lineup, I, I really think it could change things and kind of calm the waters a little bit before we get to the All-Star break. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. This has been the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.